it's Mrs. Gillespie. And Mr. Hosini. Welcome to today's episode of In the Middle Of. Every day, we're going to give you a different scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of. So, sit back, get comfortable, pour yourself a nice cup of coffee. Or just grab some fruit. And here we go. All right, good morning, or afternoon, or evening, or now that I've heard, we actually do have middle of the light listeners, or maybe happy middle of the night. Yes, because we really did have someone listening in at the middle three of the something night. in the morning. And I, it warmed my heart to know we didn't help her fall back to sleep. We were too dang funny. Thank you, <laughs> and you're welcome. Vindicated! <laughs> For all those people out there who think they're not hilarious. Mostly our children. Yes. Or not yours. Yours are young enough they still think you're funny. Yeah. Mine is just old enough to look at you and be like, you're not funny, mom. I'm waiting for that. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> all right. So today's topic is really a topic no one asked for but might be funny anyway, which is just being in the middle of ridiculous conversations. Which are, um, to be honest, 75% of the conversations I'm in. That's so probably true. This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> so we've never been better than we are right now. So then, inquiring minds need to know. I mean, I've got a list, and there are some deep questions on this list. First one, is cereal soup? I am so glad you asked that, convers- <laughs> or no, that question. This is a question that has been on my mind for years. Um, I guess the definition of soup is some sort of meal within some sort of watery or liquidy Liquid substance. substance, right? So, um, and cereal or soup can be both hot or cold. Gazpacho is, no, is gazpacho? Soup, well, it's not a cereal, yes, okay. Gazpacho is a you cold soup. You said cereal could be hot or cold. Oh, I meant, I meant soup. Soup, yes. Soup. Yeah, yes. soup can be hot or cold. Yes, some of my favorite soups we've ever had were on a cruise ship and they were all chilled. Soups, they were so delicious. They were like smoothies. So then if you were to say, if you're going to make the argument to say no, cereal is not a soup because it's just in milk of some sort, whether it's uh, cow or goat or nut milk, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. But what about a cream-based soup? Well, this is the thing. And now that I'm thinking about it, when we had these chilled soups on the cruise ship, we kept thinking they were like a smoothie. Like a smoothie poured into a bowl. Eating with a spoon. Yes. So are smoothies actually just soup in a cup? Well, I think I can say yes, cereal <laughs> is a soup. It is just a super, if you're like, well, no, because you don't have to cook it. You don't have to do anything to prepare it. Um, itchy band? <laughs> itchy band, um, one of the world's- Campbell's? Exactly, I opened a can, even less work than cereal. Cereal, you have to open up two things. Two things? And you might, what about hot cereal? Is that soup? Yes, it is. And, and so, yes. So here's where now things get complicated because in the land of my grandpa, where he likes to soak his shredded wheat in the milk (laughs) to make it nice and soggy, you might be saying, well, that's no longer soup because it soaked up all the liquid, but then is it hovering on a stew? (laughs) So then we're trying to figure out what a stew is? Well, is stew soup? Is it a variation? Is it like a thicker soup? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, I don't so know. then the cereal that's just soaked up all the liquid and is all like stewy. So what if you put a whole bunch of crackers in it? 
in a soup. Yes. Yes, well, you're essentially kind of turning it into a cereal. I don't know. I'm so confused now. Well, cereal is soup. We've All right. We've, we've decided that, and that's... Um, so we know that. We don't have to argue about that anymore. Perfect. And nobody out there needs to argue about it either. It's been... We've got a definitive answer. Yes. Ready? Yes. What is the weirdest smell out there? The weirdest smell out there. That's a weird question. I don't know. I mean, I can say bad smells. Like... No, it's got to be weird. Uh, I don't want to go to bad... Because, okay, and, and I, I had this, um, my oldest son had, had this wonderful experience on the weekend as we were at the beach. He had the smell that you can't stop smelling. So this is not a, oh, that's good. Oh, that's wonderful. I need more of that. It's not like when you walk up to a, a, right. a tree and blossom and you cannot take your nose out of the blossoms. This is, I picked up a dead jellyfish, I touched it for a while, then I threw it, and now my hand smells like dead jellyfish. But I, what is that? Why can't I, I can't stop smelling it. So that, I feel huh. like that, that's the weird smell. It's not bad, but you smell it once right. you want to run from it. Yeah. So what is the weirdest? I don't know. I don't. How can you not know? This is a strange question. Don't you have a repository of weird smells no, in your brain? I don't. Okay. I, I can tell you what I think is the weirdest okay. smell. It is that stuff underneath your toenails. Like when you cut your toenails. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, okay, maybe I'm putting myself out there. Doesn't anybody else? It's not like I, I sit with my toe oh. down in my nose. Yeah, I got so many questions here. But if, if, you, if I could be, I used to be that flexible as a kid. Like I always tried to put my, my foot behind my head yes. because I thought it was funny. Yes. So then if I was like that, but um, then maybe I'd shove my toe in my nose and be like, what is that? Why? Uh, I can't stop. But do, maybe it's just, no. I don't know. Am I a I'm filthy like, first, guy? Yes. First of all, <laughs> what, how are you collecting a bunch of stuff under your toenails? Because that does socks? not exist under my toenails. And is second it, of all, then you sniff it? Okay. It's like when you take... Well, I don't know. You, you, you clip your nails and everything and you, you collect all your nails to throw them away. And then, and then one day, it, okay, one day maybe you smelled, you're like, what is that? And then you get that smell. Is it, it's kind of like, no. who first discovered to make coffee out of pooped out beans by civets? I can't believe so you're going point, to try to equate this to coffee. You to sniffing poop coffee. the... Whatever is under your toenails. It's that. It is the weirdest smell. Anyways, okay. no judgment here. <laughs> oh no, there was judgment. <laughs> We're gonna move on. This comes from real life experience here. Um, I have a good friend who shall remain nameless, and um, her husband believes that if he wanted to, he could punch a seagull. And so I'm curious to know if this is something that like other people think or if he is delusional on his own. So while we're traveling in Mexico, seagulls are kind of hovering near the table wanting to steal our food. And he remarks, if I wanted to, I could punch that seagull. Or like Granville Island, if you've ever been yep. down there. Okay. Yep. So, so what's the question? Could you, do you think you could punch a seagull if you wanted to? And would you want to? And why or why not? So, 
no, no, and because they're wily. Those are my answers. Uh, so, no, I don't think that I could punch a seagull. I wouldn't want to punch a seagull. And there's no way, they're just way too fast. They, like if you've ever watched a seagull, they are constantly on the prowl and the run. So it, it, it's, like, it's like they are simultaneously the thief and they're the thief on the lamb. But if, if Finding Nemo taught us anything, it was that they're not that smart. They're not smart. Mine, mine. No, mine. Mine, mine. Mine, mine. mine. Okay, they're mine. not that smart, mine. but the part of their brain that takes care of them staying alive mm. is very good, I, I feel see. like. Their animal I, brain is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into animal biology and I have not studied the seagull brain. So you're my, saying one of the, <laughs> one of the most um, heightened animal brains out there for their own safety of the species is the seagull? I'm going to go with yes. I'm just going to say yes. And if you, if, if anybody out there disagrees, tell me what other animal is, is so annoying that they are constantly <laughs> watching their back. I want you to think about any younger sibling that gets in there to bug you, but is out of there even faster than they got in. Right, so this mom and dad can't get mad at them. That, it's like they've never Mom been and dad there. can't get them. Huh. Older siblings can't get them. Older cousins can't get them. But they are, they are simultaneously always in your face and never around when you want to grab So them. is the seagull like the middle child? No, no. I'm the middle child well. here. <laughs> Don't sully the good name of middle children. We're going to go with youngest children. So the seagull, though, they are too fast to, to catch them. Someone might, might be listening out there and be thinking, I disagree because I've caught a seagull myself and I know that it's not that hard. I've never tried, so I suppose that I, I don't actually know. Okay, follow up. Okay. Since now we know how, I mean, calculated seagulls are, how many seagulls would it take to kill an elephant? How many seagulls? Yes. To kill an elephant? Yes. Oh, is this like a screw in a light bulb joke? <laughs> no, this is serious. Okay, it depends on the seagull. Now, if we're talking about the highest level of intellect seagull, <laughs> the best criminal type seagulls, the ones that are like, I don't, I don't know what it would be called in the animal world, but sociopathic seagulls. Okay, uh-huh. I think it could take um, five. The good old sociogull. It's, okay, yes. So here's what they would five. do. Yeah. That's they a would, very small amount. Well, it would, it, would all, it would be about them working together and enticing an elephant with something that they wanted really bad all the way to the edge of something and then so like luring the elephant yes. into its own demise yes that's I it see. otherwise you could well i don't know what maybe like a hundred thousand seagulls <laughs> i don't know what the what the beak space ratio on on the seagull the elephant yeah how many uh beaks they could get onto an elephant's skin all around or let's just say they set up like a seagull heart like a constant um repeating and replenishing seagull harpoon so i want you to think about a machine gun with the bullets coming out mm -hmm. do, 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 and think about the seagull's beak hitting the elephant skin in yeah. one place let's just say the temple <laughs> okay and 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 it's like you do you do you do and every time a seagull comes in and hits it in the temple and then flies away oh, and then the next one repeatedly so let's say it takes let's say 45 seagulls i think to make a circle of seagulls coming in hitting going out and rejoining that circle 
and then they've got like battalions of 45 just waiting oh yeah so these 45 go for about 15 minutes until their beaks are broken or they're tired they go off to go get french fries from people at granville island the next battalion comes in and i'm gonna say let's say 45 for 15 minutes i'm gonna say five battalions of 45 okay. about 15 minutes each and i think that that elephant is not going to be able to to keep up well i think this should be like a warning for Aaron Kirkbride if he's listening that uh, I wouldn't punch a seagull even if you could. Oh no, because they're gonna they're gonna come and get you. Yeah. And if you get a if you get a group of seagulls that have been through some stuff together, <laughs> you better watch your back, Aaron, because I feel like a seagull is one to say. Because they probably like, even know you're talking about this. Probably. Wow. You can't. I don't know. I guess you could trust the seagull, but watch out. Okay. Are you ready for the next I'm ready. I was born question? Um, okay, uh, there's, there's some people sometimes talk about like the, the worst vegetable out there, um, but I'm gonna take it even bigger. Uh -huh. If you could take one object from life, okay. that you could eliminate from existence from all time. It never existed, it never was around. It is so, I don't wanna say worthless, because everything has some worth at some level, but you, you can decide, I'm gonna get rid of this thing, no one can use it, whether it's because you hate it or whether it's because you don't have one. I, I don't know where, where that comes in. Eliminate one inanimate object. An inanimate object, not a food though. You started by saying vegetable, so is it, is it a food? Um, sure, you can go with a food. Or, or anything that isn't a, a person or an animal. Well, I was gonna say living thing, but then the food okay, ends well, up being- Okay, well, no, you know what? Let's, let's not make this overly complicated. Let's start with food and we're gonna start with mushrooms. Because first of all, let's go right to the name. Fungus, fungus. You wanna talk about who decided something? Who decided that fungus is something that grows on your body and should be eliminated? But you know what? If it grows in the wild, let's cook it and eat it. I, right? I, I don't disagree. Like, how can you have foot fungus and then also be like, yeah, I'll take the portobello burger. No! <laughs> First of all, not a burger. It's just a mashed up mushroom, mushroom. patty. I would have no problem with there being no mushrooms. I either. do not believe there is good use in the world for mushrooms. There's a lot of people that would disagree. People base their entire... Um, Diet. Well, or, no, like, I don't know about diet, but people do this for a living and they I go and hunt mushrooms. So now... But now, they're not being asked this question. But now that you've answered that question, how do you answer to them? All of a sudden they're out there, they're about to grab a huge lobster mushroom, it disappears in front of them, <laughs> they're standing there with their mushroom basket that's now empty, and, and mushrooms, no mushrooms have never existed. So what are you going to say to them? I'm going to say, I am so excited to see the ways in which they face these new challenges and how, you know, our lives just get stagnant if we just do the same thing over and over again. And we need to learn and grow and face obstacles with a positive attitude. And I'm going to say, you know what? You got this. And they're going to say, why am I in the middle of the forest right now? What is this basket on my hip? So, well, what would you like to put in your basket? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I like you see the good and the bad. Right? Nicely done. Thank you. Okay. If you could start a secret society, what would it be? Um, so it, like, it has to be based on something? 
can be whatever you want. You know the bump above your, like on your top <laughs> lip? Okay. I don't even know what it's called. Like the part that then like has the little crease in yes. the middle between your lip and your nose? Yes. Yes. I feel like okay, many secret societies, but okay. this is one where you have an exaggerated bump in your lip. Like which bump? Like the crease part or the like? Yeah, on your upper, so like not on the, on the darker skinned lip portion of your lips. Where but, your mustache grows. Yes, where the mustache grows. Okay. What is that part even called? I don't know. You call it the upper lip? I think, or the mustache palette? The mustache platform? Yeah, like that. So where you've got a ridge and okay. then a valley and yeah. then another yeah. ridge. So this secret society, everybody's got, now I'm like, maybe I don't even have one. Anyways, this secret society <laughs> has, has that part. <laughs> and then when, you're, when you see someone like that and you're walking down the street, you put your finger on there. So like the valley part. Yeah. And then you put your finger on there and you just look at them and you raise your eyebrows. <laughs> I could be part of this society. I feel like I have a very defined Yeah. And now that I've made this valley. society, my don't have a defined one. I'm out. <laughs> Anyways, that's just one society. I've got lots. I've got <laughs> what, others. What is this society? What do they exist for? What do they do? Like, what well, is their purpose? You know how everywhere in life people are put into categories and, and, and groups and sometimes you find yourself in and sometimes you find yourself out. Well, this is for a group that has no other reason but they've got a, a deep upper lip valley and they can be in anyways like i said i've got other societies oh, wow here's another one okay it's the fruit lovers society okay and it's not i i just have to say already it's not that secret there's a lot of people out there that really like fruit yes that would travel around the world just to eat fruit that when they are one of these people uh, maybe well i i realize that if i'm going to make a society i better be a part of it mm. uh and that um, when they're in the grocery store they look at fruit and they they can anyways this one's ridiculous i've got nothing, <laughs> i've got nothing more <laughs> secret society oh yeah it has to be secret well yeah hmm secret society what if oh what if this is a secret society that um that you don't know if you're in and you don't know what the guidelines are or um, like you don't know the things that are important that actually get you in but you know that it's out there so do you do you even know if you're in it no you might be so like we could be in a secret society right now yeah and so could our listeners but they might not be and they might be there and just not know it or they, they might have been there and then have done something that got them kicked out. Maybe. And you don't know when you're in that society and you don't even know when you're having a meeting for that society. Well, maybe that's how you get kicked out is when you miss the meeting. But you don't know if it was not. That wasn't the meeting. So there you go. There's another complicated. one. It's so secret. Anyways, that's, that's that secret society. Um, what? Hmm. Oh, here's a good one. What is the, if you're passing a stranger on the street, yep. what is the weirdest or creepiest thing you could say to them as you're passing them? <laughs> I don't know, maybe something along the lines of like, does this stuff under your toenails smell funny? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
That's not weird. No, They'd not be like, of course it smells funny. Everybody knows that that stuff smells weird. <laughs> what else? <laughs> um, I feel like when you are passing a stranger on the street, almost anything is weird. If it's not, good morning. Okay. Hi. So then, so then what like, is the weirdest or the creepiest thing you could say? Well, I mean, I feel like you're just opening a door here. Like, it could get really creepy really fast any sort of personal information any sort of like i don't know i prefer okay i mean it's not the creepiest thing but i think messing with people's heads in a like a harmless way could be kind of funny so something as simple as walking past a stranger and saying something like your mom says hello and just keep going like, that'd be weird. That, that would be... And then they'd be like, well, uh, do you, Who? Who is that? Be. Right? Like, that it might be, be kind of funny. Mm -hmm. How about if you, like, got really close to them and you just made that... cracking <laughs> sound and you're like, yummy. Fava beans? If you reference fava beans at all, it's terribly creepy. Mm -hmm. So, if you got arrested mm -hmm. with no explanation... What would your friends and family assume you've done? So they just find out that I'm in jail? Yeah, and they have no idea. So I find out you can't be at work tomorrow because you've been arrested. We have no details. What do you think we assume you've done? Uh, probably one of the, the, the biggest... Um, most mm, glamorous isn't the right word. Mm, probably some sort of fruit heist. Like I just hijacked the the world's most expensive fruit shipment <laughs> coming from the world's most exotic fruit growing orchards that was all going to a fruit auction. And somehow I got wind of this ship and it's one of those big... So it, it's a boat. Oh yeah, it, it's, it, it's a big like, it's a schooner. I don't even know schooners. <laughs> it's the blue nose. I was going to say, schooners on the dime. <laughs> it has, okay, yeah, it has cool. like 45 different sails on it and in the hull and it is, is all the fruit, but also on top, like where people walk around yeah, on the deck. On the deck. Yeah, there's like baskets and grapes, like special grapes that are, are like strewn everywhere and peaches, like special peaches <laughs> <laughs> and melons like you've never seen and, and, and fruits with, that are star shaped and triangle shaped and I hijack this ship. So are you like a stowaway? So yes, so I found out that where this is happening and I got myself onto this ship because while while the deck crew were loading off of the dock, yeah. I went and I just I got a hat. You had a radio. So no, you knew what was happening. Th there's no radios there's happening. No radios. I got one of those deck hats and then I just grabbed a thing and I walked in like in the movies when they just grab yeah. food and they go to serve people. And I got on the ship and when no one was looking, I uh, I took the ship over because I found the most coveted of all the fruit, and they couldn't do anything. It, because they, they knew that if I broke or, or like chucked that food overboard, it was all done. So I held okay. that fruit ransom right. to take this. Anyways, and then I got busted. 
I got wow. busted because I was clipping my toenails on the dock <laughs> and I left my toenails all over the place. So then your DNA was there? They did it. So DNA you got first. away with it, but they found out it was you later. Well, yes, but the, it was hmm. it was just at the start of the ship's journey. Okay. And and it wasn't it well it was it was like a, a several week journey there, over the There was enough ocean. details in here that it's starting to make me think this is less hypothetical. If how about this? I'm going to re-answer your, I'm going to re-ask your question. If you could get arrested for a crime, like a crime of passion, <laughs> what would it be? And mine would be hijacking expensive ex fruit. exotic and expensive and rare fruit. So well, we're just, get, we're, we're going to leave everybody with that, so. with that yeah. gem. So thank you for asking me. I thoroughly enjoyed being part of that ridiculous conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and well, for, you did say it was your wheelhouse. It, it was. Uh, anybody who wants to be a part of these conversations, uh, I'm more than happy to waste three or four hours with you. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, we talked about nothing there. Mm. We got nothing done. And I said, you're, and I'll say you're welcome. So for everybody at home, start these ridiculous conversations uh, and, and enjoy them. And it's okay just to talk about nothing because uh, sometimes there's nothing better to do than just to, to talk about nothing. And if you've got some great, ridiculous questions, Ask them, send them our way, uh, and, and we'd love to engage in those conversations. We're with here you. to settle worldwide debates like is cereal soup. Yes. Coming we're next time, is a hot dog a sandwich? Thank you, and we're going to leave you with that. So thank you very much for listening.